Welcome to Why I Hate Your Podcast. These days, there are a lot of podcasts to choose from. This is another one. I'm Crystal, and each week my brother Sean and I meet up to talk about two podcasts and why we hate them, or don't. Join us and we might help you find your new favorite podcast, or save you from wasting time on a podcast you might hate. Okay, first up today, we have Goop, uh, the podcast. And I should start out by saying, if you don't know what Goop is, it is a lifestyle slash health slash beauty slash I don't really know brand that was started by Gwyneth Paltrow. It's been years now. I don't know how long it's been out, like maybe 10 years, maybe more. It's kind of regarded by a lot of people as being a bunch of quackery, not without good reason. But the podcast is hosted by Gwyneth Paltrow and Elise Lonan. Now, interestingly, Elise, who technically works for Goop, well, worked, uh, according to her website, it's all in the past tense. And in looking at the episodes, I don't see an episode. She was the primary host. There would occasionally be an episode where Gwyneth was the host, uh, you know, doing the interview or whatever. But the majority of them appear to have been hosted by Elise. But as of, I think, December... I think that might have been her last episode was in December. It's all been Gwyneth. So I think Elise may have left Goop. And I'm assuming that they're looking for another, you know, host for the podcast aside from Gwyneth. But Gwyneth Paltrow, actress and now podcast host. And the description of the podcast officially is Gwyneth Paltrow and Elise Lonin chat with leading thinkers, culture changers, and industry disruptors about shifting old paradigms and starting new conversations. To go deeper, also see their podcast reading list, and then they have a link to that list. There's a whole lot of corporate speak in there, (laughs) disrupting and paradigms and yeah. Uh, So this podcast is highly, highly produced. It's on a regular schedule. It has good production quality. Um, And from what I can tell, most of the guests, now there are occasionally actors and friends of Gwyneth that she'll have on. But the majority of the episodes appear to be kind of self-help and or how to life and or, you know, health and wellness. I think there's a little less of the kind of way out there stuff that she promotes with the brand goop. There is some of that, it looks like, in looking through some of the past episodes. But the episodes that I listened to and and most of the ones that I kind of peeked at in looking at the descriptions kind of fall into the standard self-help and how to be your best self kind of stuff. Uh, And then I looked at their reading list as well. And same kind of thing. It's all these books that are, you know, I call them how to life books, right? Like how to be fit, how to, you know, why one of the episodes I listen to is why do we not like to exercise and how that's normal or, you know, just stuff like that. So I don't think either of us had ever, I didn't even know this podcast existed before we, we found it for purposes of this podcast. And I have some thoughts, but I'll let you start. Well, what episodes did you listen to? So I, I, I kind of got the same uh, idea kind of like from what you are uh, kind of what you described that, you know, it seems like Gwyneth, she does mostly the interviews and where all the other podcasts that are on a specific subject is done by Elise. And so I've listened to one of each. Uh, one is Is Belief Overrated? And then the Robin Wright interview. And oh, I, I listened to that one, too. OK, so interview. which and to be honest, I will give Paltrow credit. She's actually a really good interviewer. Uh, I yep. enjoyed that episode a lot more than the Is Belief Overrated with Elise. And not that it gets really Elise, it was just more so, the, I have a lot of issues with the content on that one, but 
we'll get to that. But it was a really good interview. She asked really good questions. Although there was a little bit more of a moment where Gwyneth was like, you're my favorite actor ever. You know, she's kind of like <laughs> starstruck in a way. Uh, and and it, it was kind of, it was obvious that, you know, that Robin Wright was kind of, uh, I don't know if it was like a, an official press chunket or press tour or whatever for her new movie that she's, uh, I think she may have written, uh, but she definitely directed it. Uh, but <clears throat> Gwyneth asked really good questions. They were on topic. They really just talked about the process of directing a movie, how Robin Wright got into that role, uh, how she was interested in it and what her process is. And it was begrudgingly, I thought it was good, right? Because I don't like Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> at all. Uh, I've heard terrible things about her. She's very hard to work with on movie sets and that she's kind of a prima donna and stuff. And that the whole goop thing, you know, it's like energy crystal suppository kind of holistic stuff. So in which I'm not big in the holistic thing, but uh, and if you are, you know, more power to you. But she's had some rather questionable products that have caused harm before in the past. So uh, and that are way, way, way overpriced. Yes, yes, very overpriced. Um, but regardless, the interview episode was actually a really good episode. I, I was pleasantly surprised by that. Yeah, I thought the same thing. So I did. That was one. Of, I did the same thing. I listened to an episode uh, with Gwyneth interviewing somebody, and then I listened to an Elise episode, and I also picked the Robin Wright one mainly because I like Robin Wright a lot. And I thought the same thing. She was a little, a little. She was laying it on a little thick in terms of the gushing about you know how she loved Robin Wright and Santa Barbara and it was kind of funny because Robin Wright was like really <laughs> like that's what she really loved <laughs> but yeah it was it she did a great job interviewing I think sometimes and I've seen I've seen like on YouTube I think is it GQ or Vanity Fair one of those they'll have actors or actresses interview other actors and typically they tend to be pretty good and ask some insightful questions just if, especially if they have a lot of experience working in the industry right and so she did ask a lot of good questions. I thought Robin Wright was a very gracious guest. It wasn't anything earth shattering, but you know, it was it was interesting to hear about how she got into directing, like you said, you know, starting out on uh, House of Cards. So I had to give her credit. I and I'm assuming that most of her other episodes, because it looks like, and again, I just kind of glanced through. It looks like a lot of the Gwyneth ones is when she's interviewing other actors or actors. I mean, there might be authors and things like that too, but I think kind of the big heavy hitters is where Gwyneth comes in. Whereas Elise's episodes, she's more interviewing influencers and or culture changers, thought leaders, all this kind of stuff. Um, mainly people who have written books or are some sort of guru of some sort. So I thought that it was an interesting shift, especially with Elise no longer doing any episodes. It's just been all Gwyneth doing interviews. So it'll be interesting to see, well, not that interesting, where the podcast goes from here. And then in listening to the episode with Elise, I listened to one where she interviewed Daniel Lieberman, who actually is a professor of human evolutionary biology at Harvard. And he had written a book about basically why it's normal to dislike exercise. And it's interesting because he was a really nice guest, but I think he was a little too nice because there was a couple of times she'd come back with something that actually contradicted something he had said before. It was like complete opposite. Like she misunderstood, even though what he had said was pretty clear and he wouldn't correct her. He'd be like, yeah. And then he would just roll on to the next thing. And I'm thinking that's the opposite of what you said a few minutes ago. <laughs> I did. I will give her credit. She did fully read the book because most of her questions were specific to something from the book, from the beginning to the end. So she definitely did her homework before approaching the episode. But I didn't find anything particularly interesting or insightful about her questions. I thought the topic was pretty interesting, and, and Professor Lieberman seemed like a really interesting guest to have on. But I, I kept thinking in my head, and here we go with the obligatory reference, 
I kept thinking I would rather have had this guy on something like Joe Rogan where <laughs> you get like a good two hours of him and really let him kind of expand as opposed to just a rapid fire question, answer, question, answer. It was very much a formal interview and less of a conversation and having now listen to so many of these interview type episodes where it's much more organic. This felt just kind of meh. Yeah, I, I, actually, the, <laughs> that guy being on Joe Rogan's probably a terrible idea because Joe loves exercise and he's so, he's like, <laughs> what? how can anybody well, not love exercise? Well, that's why it would be interesting. <laughs> I, I, I think Joe would be insufferable in that one if I had to guess. Um, no, what's interesting, you said, you know, she kind of contradicts him and he didn't really say anything. So the episode I listened to is Belief Overrated. Uh, they had a, uh, I believe she was a doctorate in theology, uh, but she wasn't like a, you know, because there's a lot of people who are like pastors and stuff like that who are, you know, have doctors in theology. Uh, but she wasn't anything mm-hmm. like that. She was more of a, more on the culture side of theology. Um, and really, it didn't take me until the end of the podcast to really understand what, what they were trying to communicate. It, the episode was a complete mess, to be honest. And... One thing that was interesting was that they're basically saying, is belief in God, you know, is is blind faith bad? And I think that's kind of where they were going with it. And basically saying, is believing in God or, you know, Jesus Christ and stuff, is it, is it bad because you're taking it on blind faith? Uh, that's kind of where they were going with it. But where I found this contradiction interesting, they had an ad. So, by the way, I, I found this really frustrating to me. I don't know why, but it did. So the, the episode was about an hour long. And... The ad placements are very, they're not paced out correctly. So the first ad was 12 minutes into the podcast, which gave me a bad sign. I'm like, oh, great. We're going to have an ad every 10 minutes. And then there was a second ad 22 minutes in, and then there was no other ads. So I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, that's weird. So, but what was interesting in the second ad, they talk about how they, it was, it wasn't a goop specific ad, which seems like a lot of ads are for goop products or products that they sell on goop. But this one was not a goop ad. Uh, and it wasn't read by Paltrow, which she seems like she reads a lot of the ads, especially if, he sh- if she's schlepping goop products, she reads the ads. But mm-hmm. on this one here, I-, I don't remember what the exact ad was. I just I just have my notes. It wasn't read by Paltrow and it wasn't a goop specific ad. But they did talk about how goop does ta- work with energy healers. Yet the podcast, this episode is if belief is overrated. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> hmm. I just, I, I couldn't really, I just... I don't know. It, it really set kind of bad with me that if you're basically saying people who accept, you know, religion on blind faith, uh, is that an overrated thing? In which the, and that's the thing. The, the episode asked the question, is belief overrated? They never really answered the question, although they did kind of go. I, they kind of wrapped up the argument uh, with the whole uh, Jordan Peterson kind of argument that regardless if God is real or not, the stories and the religion is culturally important to society. And that's something that's really hard to deny that they're culturally important. So I think that's kind of where they were going with it, but I, I still not 100%, you know, I, I'm not 100% convinced that was the argument. Uh, I, I still could not figure out what they were exactly talking about. Um, so it was, it was a really, it was a really hard episode for me to get through, which that was the one I listened to first. And then I was like, really not looking forward to listening to a second episode. And because I just I didn't know what they were trying to say. And then the second episode I listened to was the Robin Wright interview, which was so much better. It was a breath of fresh air. <laughs> so um, <laughs> but yeah, it was and I and I kind of wanted to listen to another episode where Paltrow was doing an interview. But none of the celebrities that she was interviewing seemed that interesting to me 
or a lot of them were people that just didn't seem interesting because I really don't care about hearing what some holistic person who wrote a book, you know, an interview with them. I just don't have any interest in that. But I, it gave me a bad taste in my mouth because it was just, it was just so poorly paced in my opinion. And the argument they were putting together was so poorly put in, into the podcast. Yeah, and I bet you anything, if I had to guess, I didn't listen to that episode, but I bet you anything they were dancing. The reason they probably never came to a conclusion or were coherent in their arguments is probably because they were trying to avoid offending the, you know, three quarters or whatever it is of the population that has some sort of religious belief, whether it's Christianity or Muslim or what, you know, whatever, Native American. I mean, well, one of the points I had here, I said that the woman that she was talking to, and I, I forgot to write her name down, she's postulating that Christianity is bad because God had his son killed. And this woman has a doctorate in theology, and even somebody who's not a doctorate in theology, even if you don't believe in God, if you read the Bible, the reason for that, I don't know how she can miss the reason for God sending his son to die on the cross. Um, there's a very clear, right. distinct, well-explained reason why it's there. And anybody, But because God's like, well, I'm going to have my son killed, that's just a terrible thing. We can't believe in God because he's such a mean person. Um, which, I mean, yes, the Old Testament God is much very, is very different than the New Testament God. The idea, though, behind that, why God sent his son to be a sacrifice was for a very specific reason, and she completely glossed over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to get any, you know, I have to say, you're not going to get any real breakthroughs or theological insights and deep theological thought out of a one-hour podcast put out by the Goop company. I mean, you know, it's... <laughs> right, right. Well, and, and the thing is, the thing is the ultimate, because she said, okay, God's bad because he had his son killed. But she's like, but what's the meaning of that story? And she goes, well, life life generally sucks. That's her conclusion, <laughs> right? That I'm dead serious. That was her conclusion. That's the reason why Jesus was killed, because life sucks. And that's the, that's the story we should be taking away from that. Oh, my God. I'm like, how did this person get, become a doctor of theology? Yeah, I'd like to know what Malin University she got that degree from. That is hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, another issue I had with, and just to circle back to the ads, I did note the same thing, but it was interesting because it was a little bit all over the place. So like in the episode with Elise uh, that I listened to, she only had one or two ads, one pre-ad and then the mid-roll. But then the interview with Robin Wright, same thing. It was like at the 14 minute and then the 25 minute uh, in addition to the pre-roll. And in that one, I noticed that they were inserted kind of awkwardly. And in that particular one, they kind of stepped on, like Robin Wright was in the middle of a sentence or something when one of the uh, ads cut in. And I didn't realize that the products that Gwyneth was schlepping in those ads was specifically Goop stuff because it's like Saqqara or whatever. It was a different brand name, but I guess maybe she has different brands under the Goop um, brand header or whatever. But it was all like vitamins and kombucha and all that kind of stuff, organic meals. And yeah, so I wasn't surprised by the and, and, and there wasn't a lot of variety to the ads either. I noticed it's it's they're not selling a lot of ads outside of Goop stuff. But maybe that's the whole point of this podcast is as a, a, a secondary marketing platform for Goop, which is it's entirely possible. That's the purpose of it from a monetization perspective. So but one of the things that I noted that annoyed me was in looking back through their topics. I've noticed a lot of podcasts that did this this year, or I should say in 2020, but their brand is quote unquote health and wellness and beauty and healing and you know whatnot. But they spent 
quite a few episodes in 2020 veering off to talking talking about racism and white supremacy and all these other things that were topical because they felt the need to speak to that or to bring on a guest that was related to those topics. And it's one of the things that kind of bugged me, not to say that those things aren't important to talk about, but like you're the Goop podcast. Nobody's coming to you for insight about, you know, white supremacy in America or the, the problems of systemic racism, right? Like stay in your lane and do what you're supposed to be doing. I, I hate that stuff. Like if you have just a general kind of current events or that type of podcast, then yes, obviously you would talk about those things, but that's not what your podcast is. It'd be like Oprah. Well, I shouldn't say that because she probably did the same thing. Um, if you're if you're marketing your podcast as a specific topic, you don't need to veer off into all these other things just because they're relevant. And I, I know they do that because A, they feel like they have to socially do it or they're going to be called out for not doing it. And B, it, it would get them more ears, right? Because that, that's the topic of the day. Everybody's talking about it. So that kind of irritated me. But I guess I'm not really surprised. This is very much a... It's a fluff podcast, in my opinion. It just it doesn't have a lot of meat to it. It's some of the stuff that's in there. And looking back through some of the episodes, it's definitely kind of in that weird pseudoscience category, like you're talking about the energy healing and, you know, whatever type of experts that they've had on. So I'm not all that impressed. I mean, they have had some interesting guests. They've definitely had, you know, I mean, the episode I listened to, this guy's legit. He's, a, you know, a professor of human evolutionary biology. Guy knows what he's talking about. But he didn't really have time to go very deep. And the top, you know, the question and answer just wasn't all that enlightening. I think you'd probably get a lot more just reading his book. It was almost like a, they probably could have done what they did, accomplished what they did in that episode in about 15 to 20 minutes um, because there wasn't much there. So, yeah, I, I wasn't impressed. Yeah, actually, it reminded me a little bit of Cautionary Tales, uh, the one episode I was to was like, it was kind of like a ham-fisted COVID episode because they felt like they had to do one. Yeah, And it was just a god-awful t- episode. So yeah, thankfully I didn't dig too deep into Goop's archives because I was just like, I I was not looking forward to doing this at all. <laughs> uh, so I was just like, I just picked like something that was recent and just like, I got to listen to some episodes. I got to get this out of the way kind of thing. So, and, and to be honest, again, I'm kind of glad I listened to one of the interview episodes because, you know, it was much better. Uh, but still, regardless, yeah, I mean, that, and that's the thing is like, I think when you get, I think a lot of podcasts, and especially I guess podcasts that are very quote unquote L.A., they're, they're going to not stay in their lane because they can't stand sitting by and not saying something. Yeah. Uh, well, especially actors. Which is, <laughs> yeah, especially actors. Because we all know actors are full of themselves and they think that their voice and their opinion is actually really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, which if you've seen Seth Rogen on his Twitter rants, you definitely know these people are not the most intelligent people out there. <laughs> and just because they're famous doesn't mean they have good opinions. And thankfully, a lot of the podcasts that we really enjoy, they kind of stay in their lane. Like, you know, Unmade Podcast, uh, uh, what, what, what's the one with Destin? No uh, Dumb this, Questions. Uh, yeah, No Dumb Questions. You know, they, they don't get any of that kind of stuff because they know their fans don't want politics in their stuff. Right. Right. And I'm sure, again, I don't know, if someone is into a holistic medicine, they probably will like, how can I be not racist? Let me ask what, you know, let me see what Gideth Paltrow tells me. You know, or Oprah, uh, I love Brad Winfrey will tell me what to do. Um, you know, how I should be moderating my speech. So anyways, yeah, I, you know, I'm not I'm not a big fan of that. And thankfully, I, I'm glad I didn't listen to that episode <laughs> or any of those episodes because these people are not ones that I want social commentary from. And to be fair, well, and the thing is that actors, aside from their lived experience before they got into Hollywood, as adults, they have 
almost no lived experience that is anywhere near what the common person experiences, right? They're all super wealthy. They're in their bubbles. They have no idea what real life is like for the rest of us poor schmoes, you know? So it's like the idea of listening to them in terms of what we should do and what our perspective should be. It's just kind of ridiculous. I, I respect them for the art that they produce. I respect them for the talents that they have, but I don't look to them for any kind of thought leadership in you know, society's woes, right? Because they're not going to, they're not going to have anything more interesting to say. That, in fact, they're going to have less things interesting to say than somebody who actually is living that experience, you know, and, and living in a poor neighborhood or experiencing racism. I mean, I don't care what you look like as an actor, you're probably not experiencing a ton of racism or suppression, you know, in your, you know, mansion in the Hollywood Hills or whatever. So, um, yeah, it, it always irritates me when they get super, super self-righteous and feel like that they, they have to use their fame as a, as a giant soapbox to virtue signal. So, yeah, I mean, I don't have anything against, against Gwyneth Paltrow as an actress. Like I said, I, I she's, she's a fantastic actress, actually. Uh, and I think her interview with Robin Wright was really great. So I think if she would just stick to interviews, it'd probably be okay podcast. I mean, it's not nothing I'm going to... It's not something I'm going to be listening to on the regular, that's for sure, or at all, if I'm honest. But yeah, this whole, I'm going to tell, teach you, or I'm going to bring in people to help you learn how to not be racist and or how to heal your chakras or whatever, I'm just I'm not interested at all. And to be honest, if it was if it was purely just an interview podcast, I would kind of lean in that weird, like, I technically can't hate it. Right. 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 Because it is well produced. Um, You know, it's... It's a for the most part, 90% of it, it's a well put together podcast. So I would be hard to say I hate it if it was just an interview podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if she is interviewing holistic stuff, she's a good interviewer, right? And I have to kind of judge it on the quality of the interview itself. And apparently, she's a good interviewer, but not listening to her uh, interview podcast, listening to one by Elise. And granted, it's unfair that yes, I probably listened to one episode of Elise and. I had a podcast which there was no clear message of what they were trying to say. There was no real conclusion in it. It was just kind of a mess. They were all over the place. And by the end of it, I'm like, well, they didn't answer the question. Is belief overrated? <laughs> so <laughs> I just wasted an hour of my time listening to something where there was no uh, there was no traction made on this topic. So I'm going to have to rate the podcast. I hate it, even though Gwyneth is a great interviewer. I Probably even if there was somebody like if she had some somebody I'm really interested in hearing from, I probably still wouldn't choose to listen to it. But, you know, if this is your thing, it, it it's a well put together podcast. You'd probably like it. But for me personally, I do hate this podcast. Yeah, and I totally hate this podcast. I mean, I tried to be really objective coming in. And like I said, there there are some good points to it. And I think a lot of Elise's episodes are also interviews. But I don't think, I honestly don't think she's as good of an interviewer. But I'm basing that, to be fair, I'm basing that on two episodes, one from each. And Gwyneth was interviewing someone in her industry. And Elise was interviewing someone who is not necessarily like a colleague or somebody in, in whatever industry she's in. So that might have been tougher for her. So it may not be fair to judge them, you know, kind of one against the other as far as who's the better interviewer. Gwyneth's interview with Robin Wright was better than Elise's interview with Professor Lieberman. So yeah, I I, I, I hate this podcast. I'm not going to listen to it. I'm not interested. I think there's better interview podcasts out there. I think there's better how to life podcasts if you're looking for that kind of thing. This one just feels like a, a big, just a side project. Again, well-produced, high quality, but just a side project that 
to have something else under the Goop brand because everybody's got to have a podcast now, right? So uh, yeah, I don't have any plans on listening to this ever again. Okay, podcast number two. Uh, this one's called Holly Shook. Uh, this is hosted by two guys named Ryan and Armin, and I apologize for not having any other information on them because I was unable to find anything. I wasn't able to find last names. I think in one episode I listened to, I might have heard a last name mentioned, but I couldn't pick it out. So I don't have a lot of information on them. It seems like just two friends that decided to start a podcast. Uh, it is a Hollywood gossip podcast. It is under a network uh, called Buttered Pop, which I am not familiar with. The official description is a podcast dedicated to the scandalous Hollywood stories that shocked the world and had us shook. So this is Hollywood gossip. The two hosts, like I said, don't know much about them. Ryan um, is definitely the more flamboyant of the two. I'm guessing they've been friends for a long time. It sounds like they have. And okay, so I'll start out with a few of my thoughts. The overall production quality is pretty good. I did notice that at least on one of the episodes, Ryan's, it might have been all the ones I listened to now that I think about it, Ryan's audio sounds like it's like a Skype recording. It's not really great. Or maybe he's just using kind of a headphone, the, the mic, headphone in his, you know, earphones or something, um, or the mic in his earphones, because it's kind of weird and tenny. It's not great. Um, but Armin sounds much better. And I'll say up front, I... I don't typically like this kind of thing, celebrity gossip. I've never been into reality shows. I didn't watch e-television back when, you know, that was a thing. I just, I've never, ever been into keeping up with what's going on with celebrities outside of the movies they're making or the shows they're making or whatever. So going in, I was pretty prepared to not like this podcast right off the bat. I listened to... Which episodes did I listen to? Oh, I listened to the 2020 like Scandal Awards episode they did. I can't remember the official name of it. And then they had an episode where they kind of revisited or they, they did a historical look back at a historical Hollywood scandal, which was the Kim Cattrall versus Sarah Jessica Parker feud thing, which I didn't know was a thing, obviously. Uh, yeah, so I had a hard time with the 2020 Scandal Awards episode because I'll be honest, half the people they were talking about, I didn't know who they were. Or I'd heard their name, but like I couldn't have told you what they do or what they're famous for. I'm just like, I'm aware of that person as being famous. And that was about it. So it really wasn't all that interesting. But uh, what episodes did you listen to? Uh, so funny enough, I actually listened to the Sex and City one as well. Uh the uh, feud okay. between because you know i'm married to a woman who loves sex in the city and uh i'm sure there's any husband out there who's married to someone who loves sex in the city you're going to see some episodes of sex in the city so and i'd actually <laughs> just it was actually my wife who had told me that uh there was apparently some beef between the two so i was like all right i know some context on this because me personally i don't follow celebrity news i generally hate celebrities uh and anything about that celebrates celebrities or puts them on any kind of pedestal, I really despise. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I I could rant and rave right now, but I won't. But just I hope the disdain for celebrities is coming through in my voice. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> so you can tell where I'm probably going to go with this podcast. But regardless, uh, so I did listen to that episode. Um, the other one is the Hilaria versus Hillary, Lori Loughlin released from prison and Larissa oh, Pippen. Oh, yes, I listened to that news. one too. Yes. Yeah, so because the Lori Loughlin thing is actually really interesting to me because here it is, you have a bunch of celebrities who are, 
using their celebrity and their money to get away with things they shouldn't and they got caught which that i love the schadenfreude of this whole situation so i was like all right i'm gonna listen to that so my very first note was exactly what you're talking about on the audio quality and i actually did some digging on this because i was i was like all right maybe this is coven right and so i went back to some earlier episodes like back in 2018 same exact audio quality right (laughs) come to find out Ryan or Rye, as Armin calls him, uh, he I, I think he I think he's an actor. I think maybe he's like a stage actor and apparently he travels a lot uh, and he uses FaceTime to talk to Armin. So that's the reason uh, why the quality is so bad, because uh, it seemed like in one episode he's like, oh, I'm in Boston today. Another episode, he's somewhere else. So I think he does a lot of traveling. So that's probably the reason why. And I can you know what? Yeah, I was thinking if you do a podcast on the reg, you probably want to carry a little bit of equipment. Uh, because to have decent audio recording, you don't really need a ton of big bulky equipment. Uh, right. But regardless, you know, I can kind of give a pass on that. And my second note, which was immediate to me, was, again, Ryan is very flamboyant. And it was driving me crazy. And not because of, he's obviously he's obviously gay, right? Right. But it wasn't the fact that he had a flamboyant gay voice. And I couldn't put my finger on it. And I was trying to figure out in my notes how I can word this to to say it's not that he's got a gay you know he's got this flamboyant over the top you know kind of almost kind of like the the stereotypical gay friend on a sitcom it's that kind of voice but there was something about it i couldn't get it and what it is is that he's a valley girl so you know it's like i had to do some research on this scandal uh for this show and so he drags out a lot of his words and it's, it's definitely a Valley Girl. And so even if there was a woman on this podcast with that accent, it would drive me crazy because the Valley Girl accent just is grating to me. So I was just like, oh, my gosh. It was like all I could focus on. <laughs> These <laughs> words just that he was just stretch out. So, again, it's not because he's flamboyant and gay and stuff. It's just the Valley accent is just grating. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it immediately called back. I don't know if you remember... Back in uh, the early 90s of Saturday Night Live when it was like, you know, Mike Myers and Dana Carvey, you know, Chris Farley, where I think it was, it may have been Dana Carvey and Mike Myers where they would play Valley Girls. Yes. And it was this parody and they would, he talks just like the parody of those Valley Girls that they would do. uh, That over the top kind of Valley Girl, you know, thing from the 80s. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Holly Shook Podcast. It's me, Ryan, and I'm here with, as always, Armin. Hi, Armin. Hey, Ryan. How you doing? Pretty good. I'm doing so well. I'm really excited to do a historical um, scandal breakdown today. It's been a while for me. It's been a while. How hard was it to get back into the research part of things? Not hard at all, um, because I chose a story that I love, and that has um, some current cultural relevance and that I actually tried to do over the summer, but I wasn't in the brain space to dive deep into it. I don't know. Sometimes, you know, the historic ones are easier than others. You know, there's more content to be consumed and some you have to dig a little deeper. This one is a little bit I had to dig a little deeper. And I think when I tried to do it this summer, I was in a lazy state of mind. I didn't want to do it. So I was ready to tackle this one again. 
So that that's just what it reminded me of, and that's like all I could hear when I was listening to the episode. But anyways, <laughs> so those two episodes, it seems like they have kind of like two, uh, with the exception of like their 2020 awards uh, kind of episode, like it's, you know, it's their annual thing or whatever. It seems like there's two kind of formats that kind of cover the news of the week, the, the you know, the celebrity gossip of the week. Uh, but they also have, I guess you can call special episodes, which is like you said, they kind of go back in time and talk about famous scandals. And to be honest, the episode with Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker, it actually wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, they pretty much stayed on topic and they kind of got sidetracked about what it is they like about Sex and the City and stuff. But generally, they kind of stayed on topic on the whole thing. And it's a little bit of a roller coaster because you're thinking, oh, well, Kim Cattrall, she's terrible. Then you were like, oh, no, Sarah Jessica Parker's terrible. No, I think Kim Cattrall is terrible. So there's like this roller coaster who you think is like the worst of the two. Uh-huh. So uh, it, it was actually it was pretty decent. And from what I could tell, it seems like Armin's kind of facilitating Ryan, who was the one who keeps track of the drama. That's kind of the, the vibe I got. Yeah, and I, so I will caveat the one thing because it did happen in this episode as well. The one because they most, like you said, they mostly stayed on topic. They really were thorough in their coverage. Of, I mean, as far as I know, I, I don't know. I didn't mm-hmm. know about this feud, but it seemed like they had done a lot of research on it. They had you know different interview clips, kind of the timeline, kind of the timeline of everything that happened. But the sidebars about Real Housewives of New York. Oh, gosh, yes. I forgot about that. The 2020 awards, they spent I don't know how long talking about it. it kept going on about Roni, as they call it, which I guess is the you know acronym, yeah. short name for it. And then they did it again. They, like, they somehow managed to make that ep- part of that episode about Real Housewives. I'm like, they should just rename the podcast. Or you know what they really should do is they should make a separate podcast about Real Housewives of New York. And then they can keep it out of this podcast because it just goes on for way too long. I mean, I don't mind sidebars. It happens. It happens in our podcast. It's going to happen in every podcast. And a lot of times, it's what makes a podcast interesting. But in this case, like, unless you're a fan, none of what they're saying has any, like, they don't explain or give you any context to the scenario they're discussing. So it's just a bunch of names of people. I have no idea who they are because I've never watched Real Housewives, any of them. So I have no idea who any of these characters are. And they spent this whole long time, I don't remember which episode it was in, uh, where they were debating on which, oh, I think it started out with, it started out with, it was the uh, Sex and the City one because they were talking about which character from Sex and the City they were. And then that diverged somehow into which person on Real Housewives of New York you are. And that just led to a whole rabbit hole talking about Roni again. Yeah. <laughs> and I got really irritated because it was the second episode I listened to, and it was the second episode to feature a very long sidebar about a show I know nothing about. So, I mean, I think if you're because this podcast has a type, if you are into celebrity gossip, and and here's where I'm gonna I'm gonna point out some of the good things I really liked about this podcast. So, if you're really into celebrity gossip, I think you're going to love this podcast because you're probably if you're into celebrity gossip, you probably like shows like Real Housewives. Um, so that probably wouldn't annoy you as much. But I I don't have any beef with the hosts. Unlike you, Ryan's, I didn't. It didn't bother me too much, which is weird because normally the Valley Girl thing does kind of bug me. But I think because he's also pretty funny, it's almost like I feel like he's putting on an act. Now that could be, or he's playing it up a little bit. Because and and that could be I'm a little biased because like my you know twenty plus year hairdresser. Um, he's he's gay as well and and it's so funny because when i first started going to him he was su- he was very much like this very super flamboyant all the affectations but over time as we got to know each other i noticed he wasn't that way as much whenever i was you know especially when he moved into a smaller salon 
And I asked him about it one time and he goes, he's like, oh, girl, I put on a show for my guests. That's what they want. And that's what I do, you know. And so he's like, that's what makes women feel comfortable. And so, um, you know, actually, that's that's a really interesting because I I was just thinking this as you were talking about that. As the episode went on, at least in the Kim Cattrall one, I I didn't notice it as much. And it was either me not just getting used getting used to it to where I didn't by the halfway through. I just it didn't really bother me anymore. Or like at the start of the podcast, there's a little bit of a show that's going on yep. uh, to be over the top for the intro or whatever. And then it just kind of calms down after that. Yeah. So that could be it as well. And I think that's why it didn't bother me so much because I feel like I immediately picked up on this is a performance because, of course, this flamboyant character would be way into all the Hollywood gossip. And I also started to get a soft spot for him as soon as he started talking about how much he hates the Kardashians and that any news about them (laughs) pisses him off. And I was like, oh, okay. I like that about this guy. Um, Okay. So that that just kind of, I did not know that he has this opinion about the Kardashians. So now I immediately like this guy. Mm He, he did a little mini rant. I think it was in the 2020 like Scandal Awards because something something was said about the Kardashians. He's like, and you all know how much I cannot stand any of the Kardashians. And he went on like this rant. And I was like, okay, all right. I kind of like this guy. <laughs> and he and he's, I, I'd say his shtick isn't super unique, but he is pretty funny. And he has some good comedic timing. Like he he's very witty and sharp and he'll come in with some kind of wisecrack remarks that made me chuckle quite a few times in a, a couple of the episodes. So... So I actually, I, I found it more entertaining than I s- expected. Like I said, the 2020 Scandal Awards, I really couldn't follow because it was like highlighting all the things that had happened and I didn't know about that. I think the only thing I remember, oh, and I remember why he was talking about the Kardashians because the only thing I was aware of was the whole, I think Kim Kardashian's 40th birthday, they like all went to an island and supposedly all had their COVID tests done, but they were like posting all these pictures on the private island of this party and, and uh Obviously, there was a lot of blowback because it was over the summer when, like, nobody could go outside. Right. Um, So anyway, that was the only scandal that I had even, I was even aware of. So that episode really didn't do anything for me. But the Hilaria Baldwin one, okay, I didn't know about that one. I had not heard anything about that that scandal. Oh, yeah, that's super interesting. That was hilarious. I mean... I have to admit, that was very, very funny. I, I, I don't know how I'm... Well, I do know how I missed that one because I don't follow I don't follow most mainstream news sites, so I guess I didn't pick up on it. But that was really funny. It was a very funny scandal. And I enjoy, I actually really enjoyed that episode because it... it uh, I, I didn't know... I guess c- coming in completely cold and having never heard anything about it, they did a really good job of explaining what happened kind of the timeline Mm -hmm. and I have to give them credit for that with these celebrity gossip shows I fully expected it to devolve into a just oh my god back and forth like 14 times and people I I just when I picture people talking about celebrity gossip especially you see those like gossip shows they'll have like three or four talking heads the only reason I know this is because every time I go into a doctor's office and I'm in the waiting room that's the kind of show that's on TV I don't even know what these shows are but you'll have like four talking heads and they're all talking over each other and squealing and I can't believe this you know and that's kind of what I expected here but it really isn't that because they do a lot of research they give you the context the timeline they don't assume that you know all this stuff which you know a fan of this podcast probably would right because they probably follow the gossip sites you know TMZ or whatever so it might be kind of redundant for people who are aware of what the scandal is but I appreciated the fact that coming out of that I knew all about the Hilaria Baldwin you know thing uh, and same, I mean, I, of course, had heard about the um, Lori Laughlin 
uh, college admission scandal thing. I'd heard of that because that, that was mainstream news. But yeah, so I I was that one and the Sex and the City kind of revisit again. I've never seen the show. I am aware of the two actresses from other things they've done, but it was interesting to hear kind of the history of that scandal and the back, like you said, the roller coaster, the back and forth. Because I had no knowledge of this at all, so I didn't have a dog in the fight, you know. So I was just like, oh, interesting. I think it comes down to if if you're well, I can't even say if you're into celebrity gossip. You're going to like this podcast because I feel like even if you're not, there is something here because I didn't, I mean, I listened to a third episode. Typically, I'll, I'll go two episodes unless it's something I'm really, really enjoying. I'll maybe do three or four if I have time. But um, but I actually ended up listening to three episodes because I, I, I mean, I'm kind of jumping the gun here, but I, I didn't hate this podcast. <laughs> I fully expected well, to. And, and I'll. And the thing is, is like, I agree, Ryan's actually very funny, and he's very witty. And surprisingly enough, because when I, when I hear, okay, we're going to be listening to a Hollywood gossip podcast, I'm like, oh boy, we're gonna have people who are gushing over celebrities, uh, which would be absolutely insufferable to me. Uh, and it seems like the only ones they do gush over is uh, Housewives of New York. Um, yes. But, and the thing is, it's like, and the episodes I listened to, there wasn't really a lot of gushing over the celebrities. Um, <clears throat> I mean, there was to some degree, because I think they're both really big fans of like Sex of the City. So there was a little bit of gushing here and there. But I didn't really feel like it, you know, they were, they were basically saying, I love Jessica Parker, but she sounds really fake here. And I was like, okay, you know, that's that's a nuanced take. And so it's it's not them gushing about celebrities, which is I do, I do appreciate and and really, I think also Ryan is kind of the star of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he does most of the talking. Like I said, I think Armin's there kind of to facilitate it. And there's no ads in the podcast, at least in the episodes I listen to, not a single ad, which was amazing. And I'm always I'm always down for that. <laughs> uh, but you know, because I hate celebrity culture so much, and now that you told me that he hates the Kardashians, that 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 may actually change my rating. Um, <laughs> But surprisingly enough, I didn't hate the podcast either. And I was coming into this expecting just to be, I am going to just absolutely loathe this. And I didn't. I don't I don't hate it. Now, <clears throat> again, I don't I don't care about celebrities. Right? I'm like, why are these people more important that I why are these people why should I care about them? Right. Right. And why should I care about any news about them? Unless they went and murdered somebody, then yeah, I'm gonna probably be like, okay, what, what's going on there? <laughs> um but just the drama they get into. I don't care, you know, I, I, it, and it's unfortunate because I kind of like Ryan, you know, and, uh, I, I kind of like this podcast in a way, but I just don't care about their content. And so because of that, I'm never going to listen to it again. <laughs> but if you have any inkling in, into listening into like Hollywood type stuff podcast, I can't say I hate it. It's, you know, it does what it does and it does it well. Uh, the only thing I would say is that, you know, Ryan just, Maybe I'm sure you carry a laptop or a tablet with you. Uh, I'm sure there's a better microphone you can use other than FaceTime to record your audio. Um, <laughs> that would be my only real caveat to this. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's not a bad podcast. Yeah, and and I think um, for me, I, I I'm not that interested in the topics because I'm not I'm not interested in celebrity gossip, but. 
the the way they handle i think especially like the historical stories looking back on something it's done without hyperbole it's done without Mm -hmm. kind of the ridiculousness that usually goes along with celebrity gossip um it it's a different beast it's a it's different than what i expected and uh, you know, I'm probably not going to keep listening again because it just it's the topic doesn't really interest me. But even if I had like mild interest, I would totally listen to this podcast and I would recommend it because I think this podcast deserves more because I don't think it has a huge listenership. I, I know they have a Patreon. I don't know how active it is. Um, they've got over 100 ratings on iTunes. But, you know, so I think they have probably what I would consider a small sort of loyal a group of, of followers, but I think they probably deserve a little more because they're not they're not gross about it, you know? I don't know. It's hard to describe because most of the time when you think of Hollywood gossip, you think of stuff like TMZ where it's just gross and icky and it's exploitative. I don't know. There's something there's something just kind of it's it's what's turned me off about any kind of celebrity gossip in the past, you know, and they definitely do not seem to idolize these celebrities except for maybe the Real Housewives. Um, (laughs) But even in the Sex and the City discussion, they talked they gushed a lot about the characters, but they didn't like put the actors up on a pedestal. They didn't treat them like they're. They're, they didn't treat them like they're subhuman and they didn't treat them like they're these, you know, untouchables. They were they treated they treated the story like these are real people with real emotions and they have a job. And, you know, I just I thought the take on it was was actually a lot more nuanced and intelligent than I would have expected from a celebrity gossip show. Right. So yeah. um, I think I would classify this one in the pleasant surprise category. But yeah, so I think if you're if you're into celebrity gossip but you hate kind of the grossness of it, this is a great kind of middle ground. It's entertaining because Ryan's funny. Yes, he does have a very kind of flamboyant delivery, but that isn't kind of always there. And yeah, I I I was shocked. I I was shook, I guess. <laughs> I did not expect <laughs> that I would not hate this podcast, but I don't. I don't hate it. Have thoughts you want to share? Send us an email at whyihateyourpodcast at gmail.com or visit our website at whyihateyourpodcast.com. You can also find us at Hate Your Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Our intro, transition, and outro music is by Kevin McLeod and licensed under Creative Commons. Please see the show notes for details.